peoples. Hey! We are here doing our thing, thankfully. <laughs> I had a bunch of computer issues last week, uh, and so mm -hmm. we had to postpone everything to this week. So it, it just it looks like we skipped a week. Um, mm -hmm. And then here we are recording Saturday morning for the captain's log because, Melissa, you had plans last night. We'll get to that stuff. Yeah. Tell us all about it. Uh, but I was like having a panic attack here because my computer <laughs> was still just being like, uh -uh, nope, not going to work. I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> What's a garage band? Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it, it. It amazes me because I've for the past decade almost never had mm. issues with my Mac. If it has had an issue, it's something that I could fix or it's just like, oh, the battery expanded because I've had this thing for four years and it's old mm. oh, oh, now, right? Mm -hmm. So that stuff is fine. Like I, I could just take the battery out and leave it plugged in. But now I have a desktop uh -huh. and I can't just take a battery out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I have no idea what's wrong with it. It's crashing constantly. I have to restart it because it, it freezes. Um, the programs that we use to do all the podcast stuff just won't open. It sits there in the like opening animation for as long as I let it. And it's just like, this past year has been terrible. So, no idea. But we're, we are here in podcast land. Yes. Making yeah. a podcast. Uh, we're not live streaming it, though, as I didn't mm. want to tempt fate. Yeah. But uh, it, it happens. You know? The things mm -hmm. just don't work sometimes. Just don't work. But <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and get things started then. This is episode yeah. 84. Of the Whatnots Ooh. Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? Yes. I'm good. How are you doing? Besides all the computer nonsense. You know, it, <laughs> that, I think, really didn't get my day off to a good start. But No, we're also recording early. <laughs> well, it, so you have to wake it, up and mess with this dang computer. It's 12.30 for me, so it's not super early. Um, but yeah, I, I've been good for the most part. Actually, actually I, I had a, like a, a not a weird mishap, but I almost was late to a meeting yesterday. Mm -hmm. I woke up and my friend texted me because they were in one. And they're just like, oh man, this meeting I'm in is super lame. What are you up to? And I was just like, Oh shit! <laughs> I have a meeting like right now too. <laughs> Fuck. That's uh, got to be me. Yeah. So I I had to like rush out the door, uh. But it's it, it's it's been a good week. I I think it's been an inter you think? Inter interesting one because we haven't had we haven't had to keep up with stuff for the review show because we yeah yeah everything. 
Right. By a week. We were free this week. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was already done. Yeah. Pr- pretty much. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, well, last night we had to postpone our regular captain's log mm-hmm. recording time because I had to go to an art show. My old roommate is a painter mm-hmm. and some of her pieces had been accepted that. into this 30 under 30 uh, art gallery thing that nice. a local community was putting on. And she sent me this Facebook event and I look at it and I'm like, I think this is the town where my cousin works. She's like an art director for the town. She does parks and rec type of things. Okay. So I then she sends me a message. She's like, hey, are you coming to that thing I put together? And I'm like, I am. Wow. Look at this. There you go. And it is, it was hosted in a courtroom. <laughs> just on. What? Yeah. So their art gallery space that they had set aside for this 30 under 30 show. Objection. was on the second floor of the local police station in a courtroom <laughs> space where you would go to like hear about your traffic tickets. <laughs> That's funny. And they just put up like little wires and hangers to hang up all these paintings and like little tables for sculptures. And then they had like chairs and lemonade and big Sam's Club snack platters. <laughs> Okay. And she's so standing there... at the front in a blazer, like welcoming people. I bid you welcome. Uh, was, mm. was there like a theme to the show, or was it just like, hey, here's like a bunch of young, talented artists? Yeah, that's all it was. No theme. Okay. I mean, there are certain repeating patterns. The one girl painted three barns that I really loved. There you go. It was a barn b- b- burner of of an art show <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was great i got to see uh, my old roommate's beautiful paintings uh-huh. and know that my own cousin picked them and said these are good let's hang these up in the courtroom for one night that's awesome yeah that's really cool it's it's been a while for me since i've been to an art show um mm-hmm. I've exhibited in the couple, but it's very few and far between, and I don't even really Mm -hmm. count one of them because it was my senior show at at college. So it's like, that was mandatory, you know? (laughs) (laughs) We had to do that stuff. But uh, yeah, I I exhibited once in high school back in the day, and that was fun. Um, Yeah. they, They actually teamed us up with our rival high school and so you had to partner up with an art student from from our rival school and we had to make something um this sounds like a great pitch for a disney channel original movie yeah it kind of does actually (laughs) or like a mini arc on riverdale (laughs) the serpents have to team up with <laughs> on an art exhibit <laughs> great um yeah i that that was that was such a long time ago i i remember um the girl i teamed up with her name was tessa and we made these big statues out of sticks it was just a whole uh-huh. bunch of sticks that we collected but we made them look like humans they were like human like 
uh, and then we covered them in wax, uh, just like Ooh. hot wax, and we melted on the top. Uh, and so it was these like really weird figures, and I don't re- even remember what we were like, what the idea was behind <laughs> that, or like why we were like, our yeah. theme is summoning an elder god, right? Uh, no, the theme was emerging roots. Or okay. Like that. So we, we I, I think we just took that theme of like roots. People make roots. Mm. What if roots were people? Let's just get a bunch of sticks, make some people, <laughs> and then, you know, cover them in this wax. This seems like that will solidify an, it. Yeah. This seems like an eerie precursor to that scene in Annihilation where Tessa Thompson becomes a tree. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I'm not going to fight anymore. I'm tired of life. I'm going to be a tree now. Bye, Natalie Portman. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah. How much art do you get to do recreationally now? Because I know you you are art boy, but I'd never ask you how you're doing. And you're like, I'm great. I art this week. I did an art. Uh, Honestly, not much. Mm. Um, I was doing a little bit of photography a couple years ago, but most of the stuff that I do now is for the podcast. I'm, I'm like making yeah. logos and new cover art or something. Um, but it, even that is few and far bet- bet- between. I still haven't mm-hmm. updated the animated intro to this very podcast. It is still the old <laughs> one that has the old logo. So, you know. Uh, this week though, I did yeah. kind of get to art for fun. Um, Ooh. it was at my work. So I, you know, it was work stuff, but it was my boss came to me to ask for examples of ADA compliant I- I- images, all of uh-huh. the I- 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 images that we put out in our emails. I- 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 have to be compliant with the Americans with Disab- with Disabilities Act, um, mm-hmm. and and so I I have to like give pointers to the departments like this has too many words this at like the color contrast is not working out here uh, and mm-hmm. so she asked for examples, but then she was like. But we can't use any of the things we've already used. Like, we can't use actual examples of things that we've sent. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, I can make some fake ones. That'll be fun. <laughs> uh, and so yes. I made these, like, fake Burger King advertisements. I just, like, looked oh. up food photography and stuff like that. And I was like, there's a burger. I'm, I'm going to take that one. It's a burger and a chicken sandwich. And then I was like, uh, what is the Burger King font? What well, you know? What what do they do there? And I Ooh. I found I found the actual font. I couldn't use it because it was like five hundred dollars. Uh, so ah. I found like a knockoff that looked very very similar, and mm-hmm. I used that and I made these advertisements and stuff. And that's what I did most of of that day was just put together like three of these images and i was like this is fun i like making it does sound fun <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so tell me more about this art show what were what was some of the stuff that you, that you you saw you saw there uh there were the barns 
And these were like very, very simplistic. Some were paper cut, some were painting, but it's like, here's three colors and like five shapes and it's a barn and a field. Like it looks like a video game or something almost like not pixelated, but just like extremely simplified or like a kid's, like a, a baby toy of like a barn. Just like as simple as it could be. Uh, our grandparents like lived in the country. So I have a fondness for like barns and roosters and yeah. like all of that Americana country imagery. Like they did not have the classic big red barn, but whenever I see one, oh, I feel fond of it. It makes me think of my grandparents. There you go. There was photography. There was a really cool photograph of like, I don't know if this is of a LARP or a guy from a, a production of Macbeth or what, but it is this like old like Viking soldier guy with like a chain mail hood on and he's like covered in blood and it's he's like standing in the rain. That was cool. My roommate does very like dreamy, surrealist, like very vivid, colorful paintings. Oh, cool. It was nice to see again. Yeah, some weird like cool, weird like found object sculptures. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, this is made out of sticks and like old plastic bags that I twisted together into like rope. And then I wrapped it around the sticks, like very well designed. They look almost like little studio Leica characters, like very expressive little figurines. There were ceramics there. Somebody made a ceramic happy meal that I liked. There you go. Oil paintings of like old golden age Hollywood actresses. Like every, there were only 30 pieces, but like they were all so different from each other, artist to artist. Interesting. Yeah. And this is just like this little suburb, you know, out here Mm -hmm. on the outskirts of St. Louis. Like there's great art heckin' everywhere. (laughs) You don't have to go to the big city, you can go to this little suburb and there's 30 pretty cool pieces of art that you can go see in a courtroom yeah and drink this lemonade that my cousin made (laughs) that's funny it's it's really awkward for me sometimes because my my Mm. parents also i mean i've lived with them most of my life yeah you know that i'm a big art artist and so they're always trying to like hype me up or like talk me up but to, to, to their their friends and stuff like oh yeah he's an artist he, he does art <laughs> yeah art tons of it tons of art art all, all the time uh and then <laughs> they, like they, they they don't understand exactly that uh, yeah I, I i do i i do art like that is what i yeah. do but i am more so a graphic designer where I don't mm-hmm. really paint. I don't really do sculptures no. that much. I I have d- 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 done them in the past, but that's not what I would pr- prefer. Like I, I I like working with technology and with com- com- computers mm-hmm. and stuff to make that stuff. Um, yeah. And so because I didn't really like I the j- j- job that I have is very tangentially related to mm. graphic d- d- design work there's some input that i i have but for the most part it's just copy and paste and that's it so there's not like much art involved mm. and two years ago when i went out to go visit my parents uh 
we had dinner with a friend of theirs who is an artist and he does mm-hmm. paintings and all sorts of stuff. Uh, he, 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 he does like these Western landscapes of cowboys yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but of course, as an artist, he was inter- interested in the work that I, I, I do and so he was like oh so <laughs> what do you do what's your artwork and i was like well what's your favorite paintbrush i like i made an email template two weeks ago it, yeah <laughs> like like that's not the art you're expecting my parents no. don't realize that i i don't paint these email templates mm. of just like your, your email could look like this and it's done in it's like just you in an office paintings. wearing a smock and a beret standing <laughs> at an easel no it's not that come on mom jeez <laughs> and and so and he's, he's like well, do you have a website or all of that stuff and i was like well I mean, not with <laughs> stuff that i didn't make in high school like yeah (laughs) you want to see my podcast logos i made a cool spaceship yeah i i like made a neat looking spaceship thing see Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like it's it's just it's not what they expect and it's so awkward for them to be for 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 me to do damage control i'm just like no that's not actually what i do i don't know why they told you that or where they got that idea mm-hmm. from, because I've never told, told right. them that. So, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just my mom being a mom. Yeah. So. Oh, well. I don't know how my mom describes what I do to other people. She knows that I do this podcast, and I showed her some of it once. And I don't think she has a concept. She's a very loose concept of how she might be able to get it on her phone and listen to it. Mm -hmm. And she asks me what I'm doing every week. And then she nods because I don't think she knows she's able to place it in any context. (laughs) She's not going to know what the devil is a part timer is. She just nods (laughs) along politely. She's like, well, good luck. You're getting into lots of trouble with that there podcast. The devil is a part timer. What satanic worshipping are you doing on that show? You know what's funny about my mom, my sweet church-going, volunteering mom, is I was standing in their kitchen the other day, and she's got this little sign up on the windowsill that says, like, Lord, bless this kitchen and make it a happy place. But then right next to it, she's got one of those solar-powered wiggle devils. Oh, you know the solar-powered wiggle toys? Sometimes no. it'll be like a flower, and you put it in the window, and like the, it'll absorb solar energy, and like its leaves will wiggle back and forth, or it'll be like a hula girl. Solar-powered wiggle toys! Look them up! They're real! Everybody knows them! <laughs> I don't it, know them! <laughs> you guys have the sun in Virginia, don't you? Yes, we have the sun. I don't know if we have solar-powered wiggle toys. Solar. I'm googling it right now. Solar powered wiggle toys. But she's got one shaped like a little cartoon devil, just sitting there in the windowsill next to the "Dear Lord, thanks for the food" sign. <laughs> and I'm like, That's I great. really gotta hand it to my mom. She's so she's so comfortable in her faith. She's like, come on in, devil. <laughs> Welcome to my kitchen. 
You can have some macaroni too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my! One time, one of one of our friends came over to the house, and I think like maybe not even for that long. He might have just been over there to like pick up my brother and take him somewhere. I don't remember if he was staying or not. Uh The mom says, "Do you want some mac and cheese?" And he's like, "Okay, sure." And then she goes into the kitchen, and he's like, "She's been in there a while." And they go in there, and they're like. Oh, you're making mac and cheese now? You didn't just already have mac and cheese and you were offering him leftovers? You were like, there's a person here. I should offer them something. I can make mac and cheese now if Ian wants some. That's great. (laughs) Houses that do that just immediately when you walk in are like, let me make you something. Let me make you food. Let me feed you are the best. Um, yes it's just it's so welcoming but at the same time it's like it's sometimes a hassle too because it's like no i literally just ate like don't don't put an <laughs> ounce of carbs in my mouth again please uh, <laughs> i i will burst if, if if you feed me one more bite but it's just like no you this have to why. eat you're so skinny eat this <laughs> It's like, ah, gonna okay. shove you full of pasta. This right. is why I keep it like generous but low key with just a big candy bowl on my coffee table. There you go. And like that I've works. got a bark heart. Yeah. To help yourself. How much sparkling water do you want? You can have it in any number of novelty glasses. <laughs> What's in the candy bowl? Uh, r- typically Reese's. That's my favorite. Right now, it is a bunch of Hershey's miniatures and some Kit Kats. How, how long, if no one else is eating that, how long does it take you to eat that? I I eat it very slowly because I want it to be there. I don't. I want to be the person who has a candy bowl. I don't want to be the person who has a bowl that candy could go in if I didn't <laughs> eat it all. Like that's not the point of this. Well, it is the candy bowl. But I ate it all last night. It's so. for guests. It's for <laughs> guests. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I would have that kind of self-control to be able to have a candy bowl that is just for other people. Like, that seems like a sin. Yeah. Like, I maybe have like one it. piece a week, if that. Oh, man. I, it's I not for me. I, this is, I'm a hostess. All the time. Well, so do I, but I just, you know, I keep it separate. You have your own stash? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of my stuff's in the pantry, and that beautiful carved wooden bowl is for you guys. There you go. That makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. That works. That works indeed. Uh, Oh, I I was was going to say, I had something to say based off your, your story of your mom's Kitchen devil. So I know someone who works in a sex shop. And I was talking with them recently, and they were like, oh, we just got a whole bunch of spam from a local church. And I was like, what does that entail? Like, how does that work? And and they were like, yeah. So every once in a while, they'll send us these emails, uh, or or it looks like some physical mail to uh, that 
um is is is, 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 is yeah is just like all of this pamphlets and literature of of just like repent now like god will <laughs> forgive you um and i just i thought that was the funniest thing let me see if i can find the picture it's that like, they sent me you're not gonna talk him out of a job out of a noble yeah. job it's like I, 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 a real like, necessary industry I, I was like what did they think would happen that you guys would just suddenly shut down the store and be like well i guess they're right like let's let's go home <laughs> like no that's not gonna happen what are, like <laughs> now we're gonna start only selling like board games and chip platters for like nice sensible non-swinging adult parties yeah it's now a we're gonna clean it up shop a s-e-c-t-s <laughs> and it's just it's all like B B B Bible stuff. Hey, we have the Catholic section over here. We have the Mormon <laughs> section over here. There's no birthday cakes, though. Uh, but like, <laughs> there's all of that stuff. <laughs> um, but one of the things that they said came with this stuff is they send them comics. Like here, here's these. Oh, like, like the little, little chick track books. things. Yeah. I, I don't. I, yeah, just this like short little booklet. Uh, yeah. And they sent me pictures of of this, and apparently there's it's more than j j j just like a three panel thing. They're on page fourteen and fifteen of of the thing that yep. they're showing me, <laughs> and it's uh, let's see, it is this older woman and a younger woman, um, and it says, Jill, have you seen an unseen enemy? His name is Satan. He's been planning your destruction for years. <laughs> he knows that your only hope is Jesus Christ. So he used drugs, alcohol, and immoral sex to keep you away from the Savior. And, and, and then she's like, but, but Grandma, how could God ever forgive all the rotten things that I've done? Uh, and then it goes to another page. I think this is earlier on and it's it's satan in in in, in <laughs> hell and he's standing at this podium that has uh like a, <laughs> a upside d d d down star um yeah. and and it it looks like he's in this like really judicial looking courtroom thing and it says the festival begins in two weeks i want a full <laughs> report from all divisions and then some uh, someone walks up and says, Master, we've loaded this city with drugs and alcohol. Your music is also ready. We've booked the hottest groups in the world. The, your, warehouse, your, your warehouse is packed with low-grade condoms and hundreds of volunteers ah! ready to give them away. And, and then God it's, approves uh, of high-grade condoms. Right, and then it's Satan again. He says, uh, "The souls of all these party goers belong to me, and I don't intend to lose a single one." And and then uh, the demon says, "Master, what could possibly go wrong?" <laughs> <laughs> then Jesus punches down the door. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> who 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 put low grade condoms in the warehouse? <laughs> So the, the the thing that was really funny to, to me uh -huh. is one that they act they someone made this comic, yeah. Uh, but then 
one, their picture of hell is just filled with bureaucracy. It's it's like this, <laughs> this court. Right. I'm like Satan system. would not have a podium. Like hell yeah. is not organized enough to have a podium. He's standing in on like on this podium thing, being like, "The festival is in two weeks. I want a full report on my table by, <laughs> by this afternoon." Like, yeah, we're gonna need to get those TPS reports uh, done by this afternoon. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna need you to come in on Saturday. <laughs> one of my coworkers has a panel from one of these comics, like printed out and pinned up to his desk, uh -huh. and it's Satan with a word bubble that says, "Like, listen, don't believe any of this. Keep partying. None of this matters." <laughs> He's had it up there for years. He's moved desks, and we've moved offices before several times. Every time he puts it back up there. Like, he's got to have his party devil to get through the work week. And now I've also come to, like, admire and respect party devil. It's so good. But then the second thing is, yeah, your warehouse is packed full of low-grade condoms. And there's hundreds of volunteers willing to pass them out. <laughs> it's like, on, on one hand, it, 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 it's, it's, it's like... Okay, they're trying at least to mm -hmm. promote safe sex. Like, yeah. Is that what Christians think hell is? Safe sex? Like trying? They're low grade. <laughs> I get it. I understand it. They're not the the best, but they're mm -hmm. trying. Give them some yeah. credit. They're, an an effort has been made. Yeah. Um but then it, it this reminds me of in episode of community uh, i've been mm. re-watching that show recently and in season one there's an episode where they have a like an std fair to like raise awareness for all of that stuff and uh they they have this big party that night and there's a bunch of alcohol provided and a bunch of condoms provided and everyone just starts g g getting really horny and they're all like mm -hmm. making out with one another and stuff and the dean walks in and goes uh i who who would have thought that alcohol makes people horny it just makes me tired <laughs> and and, <laughs> and 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 then there's this group of kids in the back that are filling up the condoms with water to like have a mm. water balloon fight but as they're filling them up they notice that they're all leaking they all have holes in yeah. them and so they're like oh no the condoms are all defective oh no <gasps> and so they they have to like run to the pa system to make this an announcement and the character gets there and goes, ladies and gentlemen, if if you're having sex tonight, don't use a condom. Whatever you do, <laughs> do not use a condom. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It's great. Uh, but I was just like, this, this comic is ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> Oh well. Uh, 
that's you put something yeah. on your your seven wonders of the world yes what what, what is this what are you talking about you know this you know the seven wonders of the world right i know of them i don't remember what's what okay we got great pyramids of giza mm-hmm. colossus of rhodes lighthouse at alexandria temple of artemis a big statue of Zeus, a mausoleum of some kind, and then the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, which are like, people are pretty sure that wasn't real. This is just somebody, something somebody wrote in a book in a time when nobody had any ability to fact check something, and so people just keep hearing about this books. amazing garden. We saw pictures hmm? and diagrams, or like drawings of this is what the Hanging g- 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 Gardens look yeah. like. It was just a copy pasta, and then it got its way onto the list of the seven ancient wonders. Oh, I just couldn't sleep one night this week, and I'm just trying to list stuff because that like makes my brain get tired. And I'm like, why don't I remember all of these anymore? Because I knew them. I like I had an illustrated picture book of these things when I was a right. kid. And I'm like, I can only get like five of these. What am I doing? So the next day I'm like, well, I'm researching this. Like I, I got to refresh myself. I'm upset. I don't know these anymore. So I went looking up the seven ancient wonders. And then in 2007, Time Magazine, National Geographic, I don't know. Some organization was like, guys, let's get seven modern wonders of the world. And yes. this is uh, Christ the Redeemer, the big statue in Brazil. It's... um. It's wild to think that the ancient wonders are so ancient that stuff like Machu Picchu is considered a modern wonder. It's Christ the Redeemer, Machu Picchu, Great Wall of China, uh, Petra. Oh, heck, what are the rest of them? Petra. What's what's that one? Oh, it's uh, the Cliffs of pa- It's this place in Jordan. It's this temple carved, like, directly into the rocks. Like, you go down into a ravine of these beautiful, like orangey pinky colored rocks and there's this big elaborate temple like carved into the side of the rocks okay it's that it's chichen itza in mexico which is the stair steppy pyramid you know it you've yeah. seen it and then oh, what the heck else seven ma i'm missing one see i'm trying to like remember these oh the Colosseum. See, like the Colosseum is considered a modern thing because that other stuff is so old. It's so old. Yeah. This was just something I was educating myself on this week. And I was thinking, like, if I had to pick my own personal seven wonders of the world, what would they be? And what would yours be? Interesting. I, I'm kind of surprised that, like, the Eiffel Tower is not on there or like the Statue of Liberty or the Grand Canyon. Well, I think it all has to be man-made stuff. So Grand Canyon is out because like, you know, water and nature and God power did that one. And like the other stuff. So this is what I've been thinking. I'm like, what's the difference between something that's just big and cool and something that is like legitimately a wonder, Right. Yeah. So I I have to admit that when I think of the Midwest, one of the things that comes up in my mind is the, like, cheesy tourist traps of, like, the world's most giant rubber band ball. Uh, Yep. (laughs) And they they have that stuff. Um, 
I'm not I, too far I, from the world's largest ketchup bottle. What the hell? <laughs> it's just a big ketchup bottle. It's like, I don't know, a story or two tall. Like it's so big, the rest of the world has to catch up. Oh, there's also the world's <laughs> largest pencil. On. Didn't even acknowledge that. <laughs> Great. I love it. Um, oh, man. What? What in there? I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like there hasn't been big works or big projects like that in more modern history. Of, of like we're mm-hmm. just gonna b- build a giant statue and it's it's just it's just gonna tower over everything <laughs> oh kyle you don't even know okay you want to hear what my seven are yes okay i'm gonna i'm also gonna take christ the redeemer i think that guy's pretty cool i'm gonna take the burj khalifa the world's tallest building Where's khalifa the burj khalifa this is that giant what building that? in dubai <laughs> This is the one that uh, <laughs> that Tom Cruise is climbing up in Mission okay. Impossible Ghost Protocol. I just thought it was a building. No, well, it's the world's tallest building by a whole heck of a lot. So I'm picking that. I'm going to pick uh, my homeboy, the Arch. Okay. I'd consider that wondrous. McDonald's. Just based on like. Who knew that that would make well, the nobody- list? Well, nobody else is heckin' doing these. Like, this is why I love the arch. Like, it's not like we made the biggest... Like, a giant statue is a giant version of a smaller thing that already exists. There aren't really smaller... Like, nobody else is building, like, a regular-size arch for anything. Like, they're not out there. That's not, like, a commonly (laughs) seen... I mean, it's a freestanding thing. Not as, like, as... Of course, a building has an arch within it. You know, or there might be like a little garden trellis or whatever. Like besides that, nobody's just building freestanding arches out there. And we decided, well, we're going to build one that's 630 feet tall. This is the shape we pick. I love it. It's so weird. (laughs) And this is what I I thought about this a lot. I'm like, I think what a wonder means to me is not just something that's like, it's something impressive, but also something like a little weird and a little frightening. Okay. Like something that's that like, yeah, just something where you look at it and you're like, ah. Why would anyone want to hang their garden? They can't reach it. It's <laughs> hanging. It needs to be on the floor. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it's all <laughs> climbing vines and things. So I put them up there. Have you heard of the Statue of Unity, Kyle? No. This is a brand new statue. This just opened in like 2018 or something. It's a statue in India. It's like almost 600 feet tall. It's a massive statue of a guy. It's just a giant guy. Do we know which guy? We do know which guy. He's like um an Indian like a, a politician and diplomat from like fairly modern times who like at one point India was like a lot of different like districts or principalities or whatever. And he kind of brought them all together and he did so peacefully. And that's why people wanted to honor him with a a giant statue called the statue of unity. And it's just a normal looking man, but he's 600 feet tall. And he's just like in the middle 
of like just a, a landscape, just big yeah. man. It looks neat. I'm I'm looking at a graphic that has a bunch of statues uh, worldwide, and it lists them from mm. tallest to shortest. Yeah, statue of unity in India is 182 meters tall. Mm. The next tallest one, at least on on this graphic. Uh, is the Spring Temple Buddha in China, yep. which is 128 me- 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 meters. Uh, and now, to third... put this in context, uh, okay. 128 meters, the Spring Temple Buddha is 420 feet tall. Blaze it. Uh, the Statue of Unity is 597 feet tall. The St. Louis Arch is 630 feet tall. And I thought, and the, like the, the buildings around it, because it's downtown. Right. Mm -hmm. There's downtown, the Arch, then the Mississippi River, and then Illinois. And, like, the buildings we have by the Arch are, like, I think one of them's a little bit taller, but they're all, like, close to that tall. Right? It's all just sort of one unified, pretty uh, cohesive cityscape together. With the Statue of Unity, that's like if there was just a guy among the cityscape. Like, just a bunch of buildings and then just, like... A man's head and shoulders coming out yeah. from, like, the top of them. Just a guy in there. A big guy. Like a Godzilla, but a man. Manzilla. <laughs> uh, but then it goes on to list the Guanyin of Nanshan in China, uh, which is 108 meters tall. And then finally... Uh, or I guess not finally, but next, uh, is the Statue of Liberty in the U.S., which is 93 meters tall. Uh, then it's little. the Motherland Calls in Russia, which is 91 meters tall. And then Christ the Redeemer in Brazil, which is 38 meters tall. It's a teeny mm. tiny one. Com- well, just compared to how giant Statue of Unity is. Yeah. I was looking this up. Last night I did a big Google on the world's tallest statues. And like North America doesn't really have that many. Like over on our oh. whole side of the uh, all our hemisphere, we've got Statue of Liberty and we've got Christ the Redeemer. They're all in like Asia, various parts of Asia. They're super into giant statues over there. I don't know why we're not also closing the gap on just big people. I I I feel like in America that would go very wrong very fast. <laughs> well, like, I guess we would... got big people. They're just only heads on the side of a mountain. They ain't got bodies. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, good, good one for like uh, seven wonders of the world. I've been there to Mount R- R- mm-hmm. Rushmore, um, but I don't know. Like I the. The stuff that comes to mind for me isn't like a specific thing, like a specific statue mm-hmm. where you have to go see the Eiffel Tower or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more locations of, of yeah. just like you I need understand to go that. to this place because if you go to that place and you stand at like, you know, just in the middle of that, just like to be surrounded by all of that yeah. culture or all of that thing, it's just like that's that's awesome that's fantastic that is wondrous mm-hmm. uh you know it is to, like go stand on that 
famous uh intersection in tokyo or wherever it is yeah it's in all the pictures or or stuff like that um yeah to just go do something like that that's good. That's a good idea. You can call like Route 66 a, a wonder of the world, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. All right. So I had a whole seven. It was Christ the Redeemer, the Arch, uh, uh, Statue of Unity, uh, Burj Khalifa. Oh, what else did I put? I made like this is what I did as I was going to sleep last night. So I hope I can remember all of them. I put the Winchester Mystery House on mine. Okay. Yeah. Have have you been there? No, that's like one of my dream trips is Winchester Mystery House. I've always wanted to go there. Interesting. I I know that there's uh some comic books about that place. I mm. might have to uh pitch those one day on the review show. Yes. Um I don't know. I'll yell out the other two whenever I think of them. I don't, I don't know where I what I, what I would do. I would think there there has to be something in Japan that's just like just go. Japan's go full of Shinjuku. big statues. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, I had to pick something from America. Yeah, I I think I think I would default to the Statue of Liberty if I mm-hmm. had to do anything in D.C. I would probably do the reflection pool and all that stuff. Oh, that's stuff. nice. Yeah. Um, I'm glad the po- you're also counting the pool and not just the spire. The pool does a lot of the work. Yeah. So it's actually, well, now that I think about it, like I, I think the idea of it is better than the actual place. <laughs> that pool is so dirty. <laughs> It is gross. Oh. It is disgusting. Um, mm. Let's see. What else is there? Yeah, like I, I, I would think the uh, other stuff that comes to mind is like not man-made. Mm-hmm. Of just like, go see uh, like Old Faithful in Yellowstone. Go see yeah. the Grand Canyon. Go or see... Like... Oh, all right. Here's a here's a weird one. Uh huh. Stick with me here. What if okay we put all of the billboards that advertise south of the border on 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 the hair when when you get like closer to Texas and stuff or or, or like uh I think they even have some in like north or south carolina i'm not sure but there's this like mexican restaurant or something called south of the south of the border and there's just billboards for this forever and it's just like you're getting close yes getting closer you can we don't have that but i know exactly what you're talking about because outside of springfield missouri is this place called Redmond's that okay. is just like a gas station rest stop and like 
candy and souvenir store. The Midwest is full of these. It's like, well, you can stop and you can get all your regular gas station snacks and supplies. We have an entire fudgery. We make old-fashioned candies and taffies. And you can buy, like, novelty T-shirts and hats and, like, you know, wind chimes, garden signs, like, stuff like that. And its mascot is this weird little, like, cartoon Man who, like, is dressed in, like, a little ball cap and a striped shirt like he's a little boy, but then you look at his face and he looks like a man. So it's not clear <laughs> the age of this being. And it's just, like, this little chubby guy child. and his arms are out and he's just like, hey! And his mouth is open in, like, a big grin. And it's like, come to Redmond's, you know, world's cleanest bathrooms, tons of candy, fuel up your car, Redmond's. And there's, like, as you get to Springfield, Missouri... In the, like, I don't know, 20 miles around that, 20, 30 miles, there's probably that many billboards. They probably put a billboard every mile to remind you, it's getting closer. It's Redmond's. (laughs) Yeah. And this is what lets me know when I'm going down there, like, oh, good, I'm almost to town. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. All right, so to go back to... Okay. The Statue of Unity really fast here. I just happened to see this in the corner of my eye and I zeroed in yeah. on, on it. Uh, this is coming from the website that has that image that I was looking on earlier. And it is the Travelology India blog. Travel uh-huh. guides and information. Uh, and this was posted back in December 14th, 2018. And it says, uh, although not known to the entire world, the personality celebrated as the statue is the Iron Man of India. <laughs> Sardar Vala. I'm going to I cannot pronounce the rest of that name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Iron Man of India. What a great name. I imagine name. called so because of his stalwart will, but... Yeah, just imagine if this was a robot. If this was a Jaeger, this is one of the world's Jaegers. Oh, you could go see that giant Gundam statue in Japan. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's 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 like a to scale model of of a Gundam, and it's huge. Have you heard about this? Have you heard about the Sonic statue that somebody found in the woods in Japan? Sonic the Hedgehog? Hold on. Yes, yes. Sonic statue in the mountains. I found these videos about this on YouTube. It's a really interesting series of videos. So there's like this little Japan. It's like a country of such juxtaposition. There's like the giant bustling cities. And then so much of it is just rural around there, like real middle of nowhere, right? like really intense mountains and forests. And there were, there was this car like driving through one of these mountain communities out in the middle of nowhere. And it's sort of driving on this path through these like winding through these like real dense forests. And there on the side of the road is a a statue of Sonic the Hedgehog. It yeah, like just Google Sonic snowboard. statue in the mountains. Yeah, he's like on a snowboard, skateboard, something like that. And he's like, I don't it's know, so like uh, four, 
four or five feet tall. He's just in the mountains, just on the side of the road. And like he's decayed by time. Like one of his shoes doesn't look good. Like the paint's wearing off. And there was this giant surge. Like what? One of the new seven wonders of the world. (laughs) The sonic (laughs) statue in the woods. Sonic in the mountains. I I don't remember what the results of the search ended up being because this took like a while. I saw like several videos updating on this is everything we're able to find on the Sonic statue in the mountains. But I think this was a promotional statue for like um like a Sega theme park or a Sega store, like maybe like sure. a big you know, there's like big mega stores. Like this is our flagship store and we've got extra stuff in it. It might have yeah. been like one of those. It's like we've made a, a statuette of a, a Sonic to place in there. And then somehow like it just went to like this local family or business. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to uh, put it out by some trees on the roadside. And we'll just when we have people directions and we'll be like, well, well when you hit Sonic, you've gone too far. Imagine finding that. Like in like an old in an old warehouse, just like oh yeah, we had this extra Sonic statue, surplus, right? Um, that kind of reminds me of a this old store that used to be here in Richmond. It's it's probably around somewhere still, uh, but it used to be like right behind one of the art buildings. Here and it was just this giant warehouse, and it was basically a thrift store, but okay, wasn't for clothes and stuff like that. It was just like old knickknack, like it, it was like an antique shop, like the one in Toy Story okay, yeah. Four, where you just Got walk it. in and there's just rows and rows of things of just junk, yeah, everywhere. Stuff. Um, but they had a whole room dedicated to mannequin parts. Yes, <laughs> and it, like it was a big room. Like it was not just like, oh yeah, we have this small like walk-in closet. It was like this is like the size of my house, and it's welcome just to all the mannequin, mannequin abattoir. Take yeah. a thigh home. It's yeah, and it's it's arms and feet and hands and heads. Like that is the perfect location to hide a body. Just amongst the mannequin parts. <laughs> what? I don't know if these... I don't know what mannequins you've seen. I've never seen a mannequin and thought, so lifelike. Looks like real human I skin. I body here. That works. <laughs> There's a Sonic statue in the, in, in the back, too. No one will notice. Perfect There'll place be... to hide a hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> Are you funny. familiar with Fry's Electronics? Fried? Fry's Electronics. Uh, this is uh I don't think so. This is a series of stores kind of along the lines of like a, a Best Buy Circuit City or something. Huge big box stores. Sure. I they they're not prevalent now and I also don't believe they have been prevalent in our parts of the country. I think that's mostly a a west of the Mississippi sort of thing. Gotcha. Farther west than us, I technically am west of the Mississippi, but more than me. You know, getting sure. towards like Pacific and Mountain Time zones. Out there, they've got Fry's Electronics. There are these huge box stores, and they're all excessively themed. 
And each one of them is themed differently. It's also still a completely full, like, operating electronic stores. You can come here and buy a TV or a printer. But also, uh, the whole place is Alice in Wonderland themed or space themed or Aztec themed or pirate themed. What? Yes. Podcast The Ride, uh, which is mostly about theme parks and extends that to any kind of themed entertainment. Did just did a whole like two hour Patreon bonus episode about Fry's Electronics. Yeah, Google Fry's Electronics. So there's one of these that looks like an Aztec temple. Like, do you it's know F-R-Y-E? the Ripley's? Yeah, F R Y E apostrophe S. Like, if uh, the main character of Futurama owned something. Sure. Uh, like, you know, the Ripley's Believe It or Not museums and how each of these like yes. look different and like one's upside down and one looks like a, a pirate ship or something. The, it's like that. But this isn't a wacky museum. It's just like a circuit city. This is wild. I think there's one I see that's steampunk. Who? yeah, there is a steampunk one. And like these are the intense. Crashed mm-hmm. in, into it. Yeah, huh. some of them look like temples. And like they're themed. Some of them are a little bit more simple on the outside, but like really themed on the inside. Weird. Yeah. These things sound f- absolutely yes. Oh. <laughs> is that, now that this reminded me, is that last blockbuster in Alaska still around? Let's add that uh, to our seven wonders of the oh, world. <laughs> absolutely, we should. Yes, the final blockbuster. The last blockbuster. <laughs> God, I I was just, I think about blockbuster often. Like, this was our Friday night ritual uh-huh. when I was a kid. Is our dad would take us to Blockbuster and we would usually get McDonald's or sometimes another fast food or Chinese takeout or something. Yeah. Which, to be honest, we did frequently, but we always did it on Friday nights. And I, I was just set on McDonald's and Blockbuster, McDonald's and Blockbuster, like week after week. And I can still have all the McDonald's I want now, but there's no Blockbuster. And it's not yeah. the same effect if I go to like a red box. Yep, not the same. And not there the same. are, there is at least one more family video among my community but they've downsized. And so all they keep out, like the whole store is probably like the size of my bedroom and -hmm. they only keep like the hot new releases or like there's the sequel to bad boys just came out. We have the two previous bad boys movies here so that you can revisit the franchise and all the deep mythology of bad boys. (laughs) And every, I think they have more than that. They've got a back catalog, but it's just like in binders in the back room. Like it's not out there on the floor. So you can go to a store and rent a movie, but like you can't want, there's not room to wander really. You can't get lost in there. You can't like Mm -hmm. stumble upon some weird looking sci-fi horror box art or something. And then buy like a bunch of bunch of crunch and a popcorn. Yeah. And there's no like, God, I just miss like the blue and yellow walls and the mirrors and everything and like a big standee. Yeah, it, like it's it's it brings back such good memories and a part of me like mm-hmm. 
wishes that we could somehow emulate that experience while still maintaining the like digital future that we have yeah because I, I, I was talking to someone recently about um comic book stores and it's mm. it's it's a similar thing where they are these like mom and pop shops but at the same time there's only one really dis- distributor that distributes all these comics yeah and the way they do all the sales and stuff is really strange um and i'm like i'm wondering if somehow there could be a way to buy comics digitally and still support a local store of of, mm-hmm. of just like hey i like this is my local store i went into the store and it's like they have an atm machine kind of thing or something or yeah I, I, I don't know what the right idea is there, but I, I wonder if somehow we could like emulate that experience of like you can go to a block blockbuster or you can go to a comic book store and you might not walk out with something physical, but you can like go browse all of the titles and all of that stuff. Yeah. And it's just like this space where like you can couldn't go and be like oh i just found this really weird sci-fi horror film that you 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 saw right? and it was you know it's like i want that one i want i want a movie theater that's designed to look like a blockbuster <laughs> hey not that you, i don't love the classic movie theater look now with like the big sweeping walls and like the weird carpets and the arcades all of that is stuff blockbuster never had but I would yeah. love if I could walk into a movie theater lobby and it looks like a blockbuster. It's all blockbuster themed. I, I <laughs> Just mean, put you could, those two together. You could potentially do something where it's like, hey, this is our digital library. And you pick out yeah. what movie you want to see. And you just like rent out the theater. And it's just like, yeah, it's me and my 10 friends. And we're going to watch... The Velocipaster. <laughs> that's what they play. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Speaking of movies. Like a... Ah, yes. I, I saw this this past week and I thought this was kind of funny. Uh, apparently, movie phone is still a thing, but it's barely hanging on. <laughs> It is a one-person company now. One yes. man just watches over movie phone because legally somebody has to until it is officially dissolved. I saw this article from Variety, and the headline mm. reads, Movie phone, worth 1% of its former value, is being run by one employee after parent and company's bankruptcy. Um, yeah, and then they go on to tell the story and all all of that stuff. But just like immediately, without skipping a beat, the Kramer <laughs> episode of Seinfeld where he's mimicking movie phone. <laughs> it's just that screenshot just everywhere. And I'm just like, oh no, <laughs> this is their worst nightmare. <laughs> it's come true. <laughs> the one man movie phone. Yeah, but it, like it's not even it's not even that he's the one answering the phones being like, hello, welcome to movie phone. Press one for English. God, you know, I he, wish he, movie like, phone was live. 
it's not even that like i think he just has to be there to make sure the servers are running <laughs> I yeah don't even know. yeah like just dust I, I just, things yeah but i had honestly no idea that this was still a thing that movie phone was still around like did you ever use it no uh Right, like we had, we went straight from the listings are in the newspaper to the listings are on a website. Like we, yeah. we did not use phone as the in between. Yeah, like I, I remember seeing the reruns of that episode of Seinfeld and being like, man, mm-hmm. you guys used to have to call to like figure out what the the movie times are. That's weird. Like we just we can just look it up online. Hmm. Um. Or, or you can call the theater yourself, and they'll, they, yeah. they'll have an automated recording. Um, but Maybe it, I should do that just like, to yeah. see if they do indeed still have that. Just call up my local Marcus Theater, maybe hear the voice of Greg Marcus himself, and just tell me, like, yeah, what are your showtimes for Sonic the Hedgehog and Bad Boys for Life? Uh, yes, I am looking to speak with, um, what did you say his name was? Greg, Greg Marcus. Marcus. I'm, I'm looking to speak Y'all with hold. Greg Marcus about your Sonic showings. <laughs> I want to hear it directly from him. It's like, uh, ma'am, we, we don't, he doesn't, he, he's not alive anymore. He's, he <laughs> is alive. I see him every time. You, do you have a Marcus Theater? I don't know. What are the theater no. chains around you? Uh, is the it one AMC? that is closest to me is a bow tie. Uh, but yeah, I think a we have a Regal. We have an AMC. There's an IMAX with the children's, or no, with the science museum. Same, uh, yeah. But they're all like out there. The one I have is a bow tie. Mm. And it's terrible. Well, I hate it. Boat. I've never heard of this one. It's uh. Do I? I'm trying to think if they're owned by Regal. I'm gonna or look anything. this up because now I need to know Bowtie Theaters. Uh, so in the St. Louis area, we have AMC, of course. Okay. Uh, we have AMC. We had a local uh, a local chain called Warenberg. Oh, this is Bowtie. Warenberg? Huh. Varenberg. <laughs> Weinberg. Yeah. And then Warenberg was bought by Marcus. And originally I was upset. Oh, yeah. I Google Bowtie Theaters and the first result is Richmond. Yeah, um, must so originally I was upset. Barely. Oh, no. It says there's 38 locations in Colorado, Connecticut, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, and Virginia. Huh. Interesting. Um, right. So I was really disappointed when Marcus bought out Warenberg and they removed the Warenberg signage and the Warenberg intro because the Warenberg intro, I think I've shown it to you before. It's got this like real catchy song and then the end it goes, Warenberg. <laughs> it, I think you have actually said <laughs> right? that. Right? Like, in Discord, I was just like, this what is, is Im- this? This is an important part of our local culture. But then as I started to go to more of these Marcus theater showings, like they have the it's that's also a family company. Like the guy running it, like his grandpa opened it and he comes, you know, there's a little video of him. He's like, hi, I'm Greg Marcus. I'm happy you've joined us here for the magic of the movies. And he's like really corny, but in like a really charming way. 
Yeah, my yeah. friend and I, we've just developed like such a fondness for Greg Marcus over the years. Like, oh yeah, well, we got to go see another picture today with Uncle Greg. <laughs> That's great. Have but, you... But yeah, I just had no idea movie phone was still a thing. Have I? Speaking of... Have you? Uh, are you familiar with the West Edmonton Mall in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, the largest mall in North America? I know it's I've told lar- you about this. Oh. Yes, because I, I I was thinking like, isn't the largest mall in America the Mall of America? It's the largest mall in the United States, but in all right, of exactly. North America, it's this mall in Canada. They, of course, they probably have two movie theaters or something. It's that big. But they have this many. big movie theater, and you would like take an escalator up to get to it, and then it had this big like lobby area with like a big raised ceilings and like that's where the snack bar was and they had like several different snack bars you get so much different food there and when this place first opened the mall had been open for a while but when they opened and like renovated this theater they really did it up big like this was a huge themed elaborate space for this movie theater and they constructed a giant animatronic dragon to hang from the ceiling of their movie theater over the snack bar. And like every 30 minutes or whatever, it would breathe fire out of its nose. Amazing. Right? Let me look this thing up. Uh, West. It's like, yeah, let's build a movie theater. And then it's like, okay, well, we need to like fill it with movie paraphernalia and stuff like that. Like, no. A dragon. It did have that. I think it had like a Darth Vader statue or a Yoda statue. Like it had a couple like IP specific things, but it also had this big dragon. Look this thing up. Is it's it amazing. A specific dragon? Like is it like smog or is it like peach j- j- oh, dragon? No. Is it puff? No, just j- just dragon. Just meant to emulate any dragon. You know, a platonic so dragon. Weird. God, look at this thing, Kyle. And so uh, eventually. Dragon at West Edmonton Mall. There you go. Yes. Image. You can find like footage of it blowing smoke and fire. There's a fire show every half an hour while you're just buying popcorn to go see to Die Another Day. So the fire shows scaled back. This was huge when it first opened. Like, everybody was coming to see this thing. Uh, the fire shows scaled back until eventually, after a handful of years, they were canceled altogether. No more fire shows. We can't keep up with it. And then the dragon, and then it stopped moving. Because the dragon would move a little bit, too. It was animatronic. Yeah. And and then it stopped moving. Again, because it's just difficult to keep up with and maintain. And it wasn't like that hot new attraction anymore. And then eventually they did have to remove it. Because it's like, this thing is just getting gross up there. Especially because it's over the snack bar. There's like, you know, cooking fume residue on it. And it's made out of like latex rubber because it was an animatronic that needed to move. And now the oil is mixing with this like decaying latex rubber. And it's super gross. And we got to take it down. And now it's just like a big empty space in the ceiling of this of this beautiful movie theater that once had a dragon in it. I just looked it up and yeah, that is a huge dragon and it actually does breathe fire. It like 
it's a full-on like flamethrower like that's mm-hmm. wild yes and then it was also apparently dripping with popcorn butter <laughs> yep yeah yeah <laughs> it had to go r.a.p dragon from the scotia bank theater yeah because canada's got like whole different movie theater chains it was like scotia bank or famous players or something like that huh, interesting speaking of malls I yes question that i was going to mm. bring up last week uh because the, like i was just reminded of 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 this and it's something i don't think about all that mm. often but i wanted to ask you if you ever go into a store and feel ashamed when you don't buy something oh oh all the time because <laughs> because like i i don't necessarily feel that when i go into like Best Buy. And it's like, I'm here to look, yeah. and I'd, okay, I, I didn't find something, I'll walk out. You know, that's fine. But I I have this weird thing, specifically with my local comic book store, that mm. I, whenever I go in there, I feel like I have to buy something. Yeah. I, I And I know I don't have to, but it's just like, but I should. Right, My wallet yes. doesn't want me to. This feels like, socially I, rude. Yeah, like I I went in a couple weeks ago, or I guess like a week and a half ago, um, and I got my comics, and I meant to take something off of my pull list. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that a lot of local comic book stores do is they like have a, a b- 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 box, and you tell yeah. them what series what titles you want to subscribe to and they will pull them to make sure that you get those those ones and you can come in and pick up your your box and it's all it's all good good to go um and so i i had meant to be like hey i no longer want to be buying justice yeah and so that next day i went back in and i was like should I just tell them and then leave? Just like, hey, I don't want to be buying this anymore. And then like, okay, that's it. Thanks, guys. See you in two weeks. Right? You know? You know, <laughs> you know? Or, or do I like shop mm. for something? And yeah, to buy like comic book stores are good for this because they have a lot of tiny things like buttons and stickers or a, a gaming die. Yeah, or or. Just, you know, I, like, hey, there's this graphic novel that I've been looking at yeah. for a long time. Why not? Um, and so, yeah, that's what I did. Like, I, I just, like, I immediately when I walked in the store, I was just like, oh, man, I feel shame. Like, I uh, I need to buy something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. Uh, what do I get? And so I, I, I got something, but it was still just like, ugh. That's weird that I only feel that really like with that store. Like mm-hmm. there, there's no uh, 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 other stores that I like walk in and then walk mm-hmm. a- 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 out of and be like, man, I really should have bought something because I just feel bad. <laughs> I understand. I think it's like a comic book or gaming store. Like I think those people there really feel like your peers 
Like we're all kind of in this together the way you might not feel if you're just going into like, I don't know, a, a produce store or like <laughs> just yeah. like a little mom and pop or a dime store. Like if I go to the beauty store and I just look at stuff and end up not buying anything or I'm like, I will take one eyeliner pin, please. <laughs> and it doesn't feel as bad. because It's like, well, we are uh, in different classes or something. I don't know. Like it's <laughs> like. Yeah, they're very friendly there, but it's like you are employees and I am a customer. But if you go into a comic book store, those people are like, they're really your friends. Like that is really the vibe a comic book and gaming store has. So to be and, like, all right, great talking to you, uh, John. Uh, sorry, pal. Um, no, I don't need this copy of Scooby-Doo Apocalypse. I'm going to go on my merry, merry way. You you have a good day. I'm not going to give this money. Sorry. Also have the that like mom and pop vibe. Yeah. I mean, cause that's what they are. They are they are mom and pop stores, but it's like mm-hmm. I mean, since I I sign up for their email newsletter and stuff like that too, and especially in a college town or or, or a, yeah. a store that's on a college campus, this store has to be very diligent of like, hey, if you have a box and you're graduating or you're leaving for the summer, like you need to tell us because mm. we can't just have all this unpaid for product be sitting here. It costs us yeah. money to have it just sit mm. there. Um, and so they're always like, make sure you come in and buy something. And I'm just like, yeah, ah, yeah okay. <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay. <laughs> all right. But yeah. No, I, I I I like my comic book store. I want them to do well, so it's it's all, 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 all Me too. Also, like I want to help you out, you know. Yeah, but yeah. I'm always it's just trying like, to. I don't need to buy stuff. I don't need. Right. To. <laughs> At least I can always be like, well, it doesn't hurt to have more dice. I don't have dice in that color. <laughs> I can always buy a five or six dollar box of dice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's see. I have a, 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 a mystery that I'm g- g- going to hold for another episode of the oh, podcast. Thrilling. I've, I've, yeah. Well, I've been debating on when to talk about it because it's been happening. Um, Ooh, and it's ah. not done yet. Who involves Squarespace. Is this a, a true crime podcast you're trying to do a, a backdoor pilot for? Pretty much. Um, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've, I've had some stuff happening to me lately, and it's going to make for some great mm. stories, but it's not done. Ooh. The saga is not okay. done yet. Uh, okay, so I, I like this preview. Yeah, I like yeah. to know so that this on, narrative is still in development. Be on yeah. the lookout for the Squarespace mystery. Well, something I wrote. Something I wrote on our topics list is: Will I buy a thirty-five dollar eye cream? I don't know. I wrote this last night. I really think I am going to buy a thirty-five dollar eye cream. (laughs) So, what is the deal with this cream? Is is this like just a super expensive (laughs) version of something you already use? Do you feel like you are starting to have a need for something like this? What, what's what's the story be- behind this? Why are you struggling? To <laughs> okay, so I 
I, my eyes wa- or water a lot. They're very sensitive. I'm just like a kind of a big sap and I cry at lots of stuff to begin with. Sure. I have allergies. If it's too windy, like there's a lot of things, emotional and physical that will just make my eyes water. Sure. I cook with onions a lot, lots of reasons. So like the outside corners of my eyes have gotten like kind of sore and irritated as I, Mm -hmm. as I get older where it's like, and also like when I'm doing eye makeup, I'm always like pulling on them to like kind of, you know, stretch my eyelid out flat so that I can like put makeup on it. And so sure. the corners of my eyes are just like, I don't know, like they're slightly irritated and like they're getting darker and I've got like bad, like dark under eye circles that I have to deal with. And I've had this like Burt's Bees eye cream that I use okay. for it. And Burt's Bees is like among the more expensive drugstore products. This eye cream I bought probably cost like $12 maybe. So I've been using it and I'm like, I don't know how much of a difference this makes. And if it gets too close to my eye, then it burns and then my eyes water and then the problem repeats itself. I'm stuck in a hell. You said it was eye cream. (laughs) (laughs) So like my eyes are like, if I get it too close to my eyes, I'm too sensitive to it. And I'm like, this defeats the purpose. But I'm like, I bought it. So I'm going to keep using it, I guess. But I've always dreamt of a better eye cream because <laughs> i'm like this okay. doesn't really make me look or feel that much better i just already have it and i've got a friend who's like a, a beautician and she's uh-huh. been raving about an eye cream from this higher end cosmetics company called benefit she's like the benefit eye cream is amazing like i use like every single drop i can get out of the little container it's the best eye cream i've ever used And I knew it was a higher end product. So I've been kind of thinking about it. Like, well, do I want to go for that one after I'm done with my tube with this Burt's Bees stuff? And I was in the beauty store a couple weeks ago and I tried just like a little dab from the sample pot. I put a little dab on either side of my eyes and I'm like, this feels so much better. Like this feels like a dream. (laughs) This is so good. And I'm looking at these recommendations. They're like, yeah, this is an amazing eye cream. Like this did wonders for my dark circles. So I'm like, I really want this. It's $35. Yeah. But it is like they say, like, you don't need a lot. The name of the product is it's potent. <laughs> so <Okay>. like <laughs> <laughs> well, beauty products have got weird names. Imagine imagine like so I, I saw a design project when I was in college of yeah. someone like rebranding knockoff products of just like hey here's uh-huh. the g- g- generic version of apple juice and 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 stuff yeah. like that and they rebranded it all and it looked fantastic but it was very uh like swiss design and typography yeah. and stuff like that it was very simple very clear very gridded and 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 structured but what if that was the name on all the things? I'm just like, it's liquid. <laughs> <laughs> it's an apple. <laughs> it's potent. There's a sticker on my apple telling me it's an apple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not apple. It is apple. Yeah. It is. It's apple. <laughs> so the name of this eye cream is Benefit. It's potent. This is the same company that also has a name. mascara called... They're real. That's a terrible name. 
No, it's meant to emulate like these aren't false lashes. I found a mascara good enough that it makes my real eyelashes look like false lashes. It's also a joke about like breast implants because like all the packaging has got like a really busty lady on it and it says they're real. That's funny. (laughs) But like because the product is as so named potent, they're like you don't need very much like that tub and by tub, it's like a little jar that's like i don't know two ounces or something they're like that could last you like four or five months six months maybe and i'm like that that does seem like a good investment then i would only spend that much once or twice a year oh and i i'm just done i think i'm done dealing with it like i feel bad dropping 35 dollars on one single product (laughs) this seems preposterous (laughs) to me but i'm like this seems like the best eye cream I could get without paying like, you know, $70 a container for some crazy like department store beauty counter thing. Yeah. So I think I'm going to take the plunge. I think I'm going to go to my beauty store today and buy a $35 container of eye cream. Because I got to tell you, like I still dream of the way I felt after I had that sample. I want to feel that good every day. Now, is is this the kind of thing that you are worried that if you end up really liking it, which it sounds like you do, <laughs> I, I'm hooked. Will you be buying this in bulk? Will you just? I can't like, give me a hundred of these cans. I'll I'll no! pay three thousand right cans. now for a lifetime supply. No, because beauty products, I think, even if they're sealed, don't last that long. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I would buy it one at a time. So once or twice a year, I would spend $35 to buy my high-end eye cream. But I think, like, I'm I'm getting up there. You know, I had a 401k meeting at work this week. I'm an adult, and I got to accept it, and I got to buy eye cream. Because, sure, today it's my eyes are irritated because I have allergies and my eyes keep watering. Yeah. But then, you know, years from now, it's going to be like, oh, heck, the wrinkles have come for me. The crow's feet have come for me, and I got to yeah. start preparing myself now. Prepare indeed. Melissa, mm-hmm. to wrap things up, I have a final question for you. Okay. If you did get a lifetime supply of something, what lifetime supply would you get? <sighs> just anything? Yeah. If you're, <laughs> if you're just like, I have a lifetime supply of... Okay. I don't know sugar packets. I do I? Ha- I don't get all of it at once, right? Like I get a little bit of it over time because, like, I I don't have room to store a lifetime supply of anything. I- <laughs> what if it's just all at once? Just like here's God. all those sugar packets you got. <laughs> here is all the toilet paper you will live and die with. <laughs> right. Ah, <laughs> uh, I want to never not have ice coffee in my fridge okay that's a good one if i could have a you know people have soda streams i just want like a faucet that i turn on and ice coffee comes out i'm not gonna lie one of my like dream house things Mm. is to have a soda fountain and and just like the thing where i can be like i want all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Coke freestyle machine, but you've taped yeah. over it so it says Coke free Kyle. Yeah. Coke free for Kyle only. <laughs> 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 
though. Something, something like <laughs> something like that would be fun. Just to have a lifetime supply of some kind of uh, soda or liquid or or, or yeah, soda. it's liquid. Uh, to, it's to, liquid. To like have that be your like, hey, I I have my caffeine mm. part of the day, or I've I've had my coffee yeah. part of the day. Like you need something like that. Something like that is a good, mm. good choice. I think. I, I I don't know. Uh, I I think at the end of the day, though, I would try and do something more practical, and and yeah, yeah. be like, yeah, give me a lifetime supply of like toilet paper or or something, just so right. I don't have to think about it ever again. Exactly, yeah, there, it will always be right there. I gotta tell you, going to Sam's Club and buying like. 24 rolls of toilet paper at once and not having to think about it again for another four months is a real treat. It's real nice. I've n- 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 mm-hmm. noticed on I- I- Amazon you can now subscribe to certain things. If it's available yeah. on Prime, you can subscribe and be like, send it to me every month or send it to me every yes. six months. Um, so I'm I'm starting to think about some of that stuff. I bought like, I was like, Give me a thing of Listerine. Let me see how how Ooh. long it takes me to use that, and then right. maybe I'll just like every three months send me Listerine. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. nice. I go to Sam's Club and pick it up, but in the like year and a half that I've lived in this apartment, I have bought paper towels twice because <laughs> okay. I buy You've so many shit ton of paper towels. There you yeah, go. good stuff, uh, Melissa. Where can the people yes. find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. I almost choked. Again, I have a habit ah. of doing that. Uh, if I do not choke, you guys can follow me mm. on Twitter uh, at Yo Kyle Springer, as well as on Instagram. I'm Yo Kyle Springer there, too. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with all of our shows... Uh, we'll keep you up to date if we have computer issues or stuff gets yeah. postponed or who knows what. Um, that's where you guys can find us. We are on Twitter at The Whatnots. You guys can always find more information on our website, thewhatnots.com. If you like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us. Uh, you guys can get episodes early. You guys can get exclusive content which you and i need to talk about when we want to do our next oh yeah exclusive thing of yeah the yeah, yeah. Um, we'll figure that out soon uh and a big shout out to our patreon supporters at the five dollar tier thank you sam thank you christine for helping us out thank you we appreciate you tons uh that being said this is episode 84 of the captain's log despite all of our computer problems Hopefully, we will be back next week with episode Mm. 85. Until then, bye. Bye.